Vlogcasts may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to just use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the vlogcast for round 20. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here, and I'm joined by Bigfooty's number one exporter of baby formula, Penal. The Flogcast's French Connection, Lay Grill. Hi guys, how you going? The Head of Security on the White Collingwood Board Thread, Morgan Ashley. Good evening. The Clayton Oliver of Mods from St Kilda Cookson. <laughs> Still not a ranger. <laughs> and finally, returning after missing the milestone episode and not getting a badge, we have the Flogcast's Piano Man from North, Dan. I will be getting that golden badge, that's for sure. <laughs> we couldn't get... We couldn't even chair Dan off last week. It's just, what a shame. Well, if anyone's going to get chaired off, it's me. Why? Well, we'll chair you off in your 151st, Dan. Congratulations. Hey, didn't Another someone get Didn't someone get one off. of those for their, because they were like a late in? Didn't someone have like a 151st or they had to have a 151st <laughs> banner because it was Anzac Day shared banner or no, some shit? Last week we had a banner for 151st and 251st because we played away the week before. Oh, and uh, didn't um, Gary Ablett's 300 have a uh, banner when he didn't even play? Yeah, that was our banner, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Of course. If anyone's going to celebrate Gary Ablett, it's been killed us. Admittedly, it was giving him a better banter, but still, point remains. Oh. The happiness in football is what's important. Mm. Yeah, we saw that on the weekend. You wanted to bring those Port fans back to the game. You didn't want to lost forever. <laughs> Yeah, so how are some Kilda going to make it up to those Port fans next week? <laughs> we'll give them some damn milk iced coffee. That'll fix them right up. So let's go to Goo or Tears, and who wants to go first on that front? I've got Goo. I've got to have two batches of Goo, a serious and a not-so-serious. The serious is Nick Rewalt. It's been a pleasure watching your career. Your knee's fucked, but best of luck. Thank you for representing St Kilda as best as you can. I mean that honestly. Zach Dawson has Nick Rewalt Goo too. I was waiting for that as well. <laughs> and not so serious goo is for Ugandan cheap cinema, which is the best shit you will ever see. Okay, hang on, say, say that again. Uganda what? Ugandan cheap cinema. They cheap are cinema. Well, I doubt up. that Uganda have expensive cinema. Ugandan <laughs> <a> blockbuster. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to pay my big bucks for Ugandan TV. Well, they might have, you know, I just bought a Ugandan DVD for ten bucks. And it's signed by the director. And it was worth every cent. People people still buy DVDs. People have ever bought a Ugandan DVD? Fuck yeah. What region is that? Uganda. I have a region <laughs> for free player, so it doesn't matter. It's, it's probably oh, covered. It's, fucking dark. But it's look probably up, covered in it's covered in SARS cooks and don't touch it. In Africa, they had fucking the other one. Blood diamonds. Ebola. <laughs> oh, Ebola. SARS, Ebola, it's all the same thing. If you get it, you're fucked. That's, that's, that's where AIDS came from, from the guy that, you know, fucked was with what, the money Ugandan and that. cinema. I don't know if a Ugandan cinema gives you AIDS. Michael Bay gives yours. AIDS, so if you're going to go to that <laughs> cinema. Oh, to fucking CGI. I've just seen on YouTube Ugandan cinema CGI. And this is uh, better quality CGI than a Michael Bay movie, so... Look up Who Killed Captain Alex. It is a fantastic movie. Why? You could just send us the DVD. <laughs> oh, well, if you want to die, according to Dan. <laughs> Full hazmat suit watching... Vale Cookie, he's going down with Nick Revolt. 
as opposed to going down on Nick Revolt like Dave Armitage. Yeah, he, he, he's got Nick Revolt goo too <laughs> down his throat. <laughs> Anything else on that cookie? No. Right. Who's next? I'm I've got tears. That's all. I've got tears in it, and they're not football related. The band, the Super Suckers, are coming to Australia, and they're not coming to Perth. That sucks. I, I heard it, they're touring. It super sucks. <laughs> well, you don't want to come to one of the top. 13 dangerous cities in the world. Don't think any cities in Uganda made that list. (laughs) (laughs) They're too busy busy filming action movies. No one's alive to report back. They're all dead. There's one guy who does actual kung fu in these movies, and it's insane. Cool. I'm sorry, it's just... Kung fu fighting. Guys, I've got to attend to something. I'll be back in, like, one minute. Okay, who wants to go next? Oh, he's getting a root. <laughs> What's he doing for the other half a minute? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, right. Let's have some goo because Australian Survivor's back and uh, just set all all here ready to go in anticipation of another great season. Hopefully, there's a little bit more strategy and gameplay this time around, and less sort of cultish Kool Aid. You know. Let's all get along and be mates. But hopefully they'll just be a, be just as exciting of a uh, growth story and a winner story Shut arc uh, that just Shut allows us to uh, all sit here like Brendan Bolton and say, oh, yeah, what a good story. It was the worst fucking story ever. Penal, have you watched the second episode yet? Uh, what? No, it's uh, it's it's running right now and it's oh. being IQ'd. So who will be the next Christie? Oh, fucking hell! Um, oh well, I wanted my goo. I don't want any spoiler alert. <laughs> Is this for Game of Thrones? No, oh, it's Survivor as well. Oh, Survivor. I got goo for one of the confessionals on Survivor. Panel, don't oh, listen. God, I so, came back too soon. I'm gonna in, in one of the voting confessionals tonight, one guy goes, you probably still use a Velcro wallet. And I lost my shit. Velcro <laughs> wallet. What kind of insult is that? You probably still use a Velcro wallet. Isn't that implying they're still like a kid? Yeah, but he's like 40. <laughs> anyway, spoiler <laughs> alert. Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about football, so... Oh, I've got goo for the weather yesterday. It was fucking beautiful. The weather. The weather. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've come to it the was weather. Really nice. It was really nice weather. We walked down to Richmond, had some beers before the football. I walked in a pile of dog shit earlier today. <laughs> that, was the weather was nice? Good. Oh, the weather was okay, but the weather's irrelevant when you've got shit on your feet and you're trying <laughs> yeah. to get it off with a no, little twig. Not necessarily. If it's really hot, then it's going to stink some more, isn't it? And that, that, was, my, that, was, that was my tears for the week. You goo. This would. No, never ever will dog shit be my goo. Never say never. I'll tell a story since you've mentioned that. You know how getting shat on by a bird supposed a good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's well, happened to me at the footy before. Yeah, that's ha- that happened to me on the way to one of the round one Carlton floggings. It was not. <laughs> it was not a good day. Walking round outside the ground bird shit right on my head. I had to go into the toilets and douse myself in water. 
and this is so why what happened to me. Just, uh, it just, and to make just, things worse, there wasn't any, any speed there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been no a pretty low-flying no bird. <laughs> or accurate. I've had, a, I've had a bird fly to my head at Richmond Station. That was odd. <laughs> I, I could have sworn the fucking seagulls were flying into people's heads yesterday. They were so low and they were everywhere. Those stupid wires they have above the fucking ground do nothing. Hmm. Well, there's only one other alternative, and you just you have to start shooting them. <laughs> you have to be like the, the Simpsons relative. Like, I shoot birds at the airport. <laughs> he comes along, I shoot birds at the MCG. Well, if, if you want to get rid of them, and, and you can't get rid of them, I mean, what, what else do you do? You get some bread, you get a little piece of bread, you fill it with a Panadol, you wrap it up, you chuck it out there for the oh, eat, kaboom. No, or no, that isn't that chips and bicarb soda? I thought it was like Panadol. Oh, it could it could also have the same yeah. effect, I don't know. But... Bicarb soda might do it, though, yeah. That's... This is really interesting, guys. Mm, this is how we kill birds. How do we kill birds? 101. <laughs> There's your title. I'm going all uh, Tanya Heard on you, just taking some notes. <laughs> <laughs> if anything happens that's similar to this, well, who's, you know who to Who's going to complain about us getting rid of the seagulls at the footy? Peter. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Well, before the Eagles games, they fly their um their map or Aussie the Eagle, which is obviously a real eagle, around the ground. Just let it loose. That'd take, take care take, of all. Well, the Brisbane lion. Just get an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just let's just use hodgepodge's idea and using lions on the field. No, we're doing pre pre match entertainment like the Bryans. Not not a play. Oh, we're we're no longer talking about getting rid of the birds. We're talking about pre match entertainment. The pre match oh, lion to eat the birds. Oh. We don't we don't want to put one on the list though. They might. Well, we could. <laughs> I've got goo. If we're done on that, I'm the, I think I'm the last one. I've got goo for the greatest season of football ever. Four games are decided by six points or less this week, I believe including two finishes in the last seven seconds or just about. Just fantastic, really. And the eight's unpredictable, top spot's unpredictable, but we're starting to see a little bit of a pecking order emerge, a bit of separation, but not quite. And I don't know what, I don't know what you can dislike about this. It's, it's like the new season of Game of Thrones. It's fantastic. Well, Best I can one think yet. of one thing off the top of my head that I don't like. You don't like the fact that we're going to finish above you? If that happens, I'll... <laughs> you don't love the season. You just like the fact that Richmond's doing well. You couldn't give a shit about the season. You know the season's <laughs> average or shit. <laughs> it is. Oh, oh, no, it's not. It's fi- oh, just, In, you're, you're just shitty because you're... A North. team that's, that's tanking, blatantly tanking, managed to win over the weekend. You're not tanking it's clearly because you because you won. It's a messed up season. No, we no. This well, isn't only only anymore. you could find a downside to a team that's ta- supposedly tanking, winning. No, I was happy, but it's still messed up. It seems filled with first, second, and third year players. Fuck! It's Melbourne, man. Can't, can't get a game. The streak. Yeah, this is this is exactly the sort of thing you like. You were all about the status quo. This is exactly what that is. North beating Melbourne. But even then, like Melbourne is like of all the teams for this to happen, Melbourne are that team that they'll win. People will think that they've arrived, and they drop a game they should win. It is like you can set your watch to it. It's but always going to happen. They broke all so, the hard hoodoos this year, and then they get the, the easiest one by the end, of and they the fuck 17 it. in a row wins have been against a North Melbourne team that's been playing in the finals. This is a team that's tanking. It's filled with first, second, third year players. 
that has an All-Australian Ruckman that's not getting a game. Yeah, because he's been game shit. Have, yeah, but they're a much better team if he's in there playing. Not, a, not on current won. form. Not only should they not have won, they should have gotten belted, but they won somehow. Maybe your youth are better than you think? No, it's not. Listen, <laughs> this is just a, a really weird Alice in Wonderland stuck in the rabbit hole fucking season. It's just <laughs> Through weird. the looking glass? Through what? Through the looking glass. The looking glass? Are you not familiar with that expression? (laughs) No, apparently not. But anyways, it's just... I I don't know how you can think this season is is great. I don't don't know how you can think it's shit. Listen, there's people tagging me on the main board backing me up, saying this season is average. I think they're doing it sarcastically. (laughs) I think they were doing that after the draw. Well, the main board's where I go for balance. They're really not. The main board knows where it's at. And, uh, you the same way people to... tag Plugger. This is the best season in recent memory. It's fantastic, and it's just it's just people who are sour that they're not part of it, or just one guy who's sour that his team's not part of it that's just getting sooky about it. Like, can't even rejoice in the fact his team's I winning. was saying this um, early in the season as well when... It you hadn't won a game? That... <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny how that works. Now that we're winning, and we've been blooding the youth, and... <laughs> Uh, the future looks bright again. I like this season a lot more. Shortest rebuild. Two weeks ever. ago, you were on my wagon, Penal. You were agreeing yeah, with me. Yeah, and now I'm off your wagon. He's done a cookie I'm back off your wagon. And three weeks ago, I was not on the wagon. Now I'm on your wagon, Dan. I'm backing you up all the way. Dan, um, so I'm really interested. Um, what season do you think was better in recent time? 1966. Best season ever. Wicked. Thanks, Plugger. <laughs> Got some music from that period that you'd like to share? <laughs> hey, the music from Summer that period is fantastic. It's Beatles. We'll get some weed and then we'll have a grand old time, Penal. Dan, what's yeah. your favourite season? Um, 1893. Any other year besides this year was better. Oh, okay, but me. which is your favourite? You can't say the World War years were better. Okay, well, hang on, hang on. What about the year Fitzroy won the spoon and the flag? That's an av- that's <laughs> the, clearly that... the shittest team winning. What's that? What? That's clearly the shittest team won the flag. Yeah, but which team are you talking about? Fitzroy won the spoon and the flag in the same year. What? <laughs> yeah, what? How do you not know about this? Four team competition during the war years. Fitzroy finished bottom, played in a four team final series, won the flag. This news to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> Nineteen sixteen. There's just nothing predictable about it. I mean, it just it just drives oh, me nuts. Fuck me. There needs to be how a you, little. How do you like Game of Thrones if you love predictability? Because that's fiction. It's it's fantasy. I mean, it's different. It's like watching Star Wars. You need predictability with the occasional upset, and it makes the upsets seem bigger than what okay. they really are. Yeah. I'll give you that point, but do you really want to see a a, a season yeah. where two teams just dominate? Well, and you know. The, the, the point Dan's making is that this season you've been conditioned to expect the unexpected, but if you expect the unexpected, then is it really unexpected anymore? Yeah, no, I understand that part, but that doesn't mean that it's less of a season. Hmm. It's still a very competitive if it, season. If it becomes predictable and there's two top teams and you're supporting one of those two top teams, then you know that your team is clearly the best team. If the only thing that you can predict is that something unpredictable will happen, then is it really predictable. unpredictable? But um, but what I I mean what I like about this season, I mean not North, but there's eight teams that genuinely think that they could win a flag. I think there's more. Just ask the SM <laughs> flogs. 
<laughs> and the Hawthorne frogs, including <laughs> me. Some of them realistically and some wrestling. But... Ambitions <laughs> back on. Anyway, I think we've been on this for too long. Let's go to the recaps and well, at least the grill's gonna be happy with the Melbourne North game, which we'll I was go to happy. First. I was over the moon, but I'm you still gotta call things the way they are. I mean it's it's happened. <sighs> I should have just gone well. with Game of Thrones goo. I really just should have. <laughs> I just say, just in the meantime I've 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 found a post on uh on Reddit about a guy talking about his Velcro wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just said, I was discussing uh, fashion with my friends and the topic of uh, Velcro wallets came up. And my friends gave me grief for having a Velcro wallet saying that only 12-year-old boys should have them. I don't know where the hate is coming from. I think it is a sensible choice. <laughs> And then there are about 500 comments of just people ripping shit into this guy for having a wallet. Like, I know, it's, I know it's childish, but do you reckon the perception comes from the fact that, like, Velcro shoes are the shoes you wear before you can tie your shoelaces? Yeah. That's got yeah. to be where it begins. Oh, it's part of it, yeah. Yeah, like, no and one wears Velcro you... shoes if they can tie a lace. I even hate the noise of opening a Velcro wallet. Like, <laughs> and what about the rough side? There's the nice soft side, and then there's the other side that's called prickly. Yeah. Um, I think also part of it is that most times a Velcro wallet will come out of a show bag, which usually <laughs> all my kids. So, anyway. North played like the soft side of the Velcro. Melbourne were the prickly side. It was good to see North win, particularly for the fact that there were so many young players playing. It was um, good to shut down the tanking debate too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, you do, we are tanking. We're definitely tanking. It's not tanking. It's just, you're, just, you're, just, it's, it's, you're aggressively it's resetting. Mo- it's the most respectable type of tanking you can do. Winning games. If you were tanking... Brad Scott would have moved fucking Ben Brown to fullback and swallowed a full forward where he doesn't kick goals except for that one. He, well, two games in a row. Listen, he, well, he kicked the goal this week to too. what I said earlier? The team is filled with first, second and third year players. That's not tanking. That's just blooding Age is the We have an all-Australian ruckman that hasn't played for the last two weeks. Oh because he's been yes. shit because he's been worse because Magic Door came in best. and played better than him. We're a much better team in the with him in the side than not being in the side. We well, win more hit outs, we win more clearances if he plays. Well, no, he doesn't. You smashed he them broke in the clearances. Two weeks ago in the VFL. LeGrill, you've been on here four times. Just <laughs> just stop. pulling rank. Just stop. Having said that, winning, winning despite tanking, it's probably the best type of win you can get outside of winning a final. Well, because because you, just, but you failed. You failed at your objective. Yeah, we did. And it's, it's, it's remarkably funny because Melbourne is shit. Yes, Brad's not a very good coach and Dan. Apparently, as long properly. as the pick stays well, in the I mean, top three, I don't think there's much difference. No, it's, not it's, as good as that it's one though. spot in the draft order. Like, the only thing that actually made sense was the idea of Josh Kelly and avoiding a trade with the Giants. But, but I don't think people are going to do that, really. No. Like, I mean, I know it's happened previously, but you don't want to... Um, you don't want to muddy... Well, make him a bit upset. You end up with a reputation like Essendon. Yeah, and then you... If you're going to trade, you're going to have to pay mega overs yeah. in the future. So, wait, all this talk about tanking probably gets me to a big 
I suppose, philosophy that I had. If you try to game the system, you're going to fuck it up. And Like Carlton. And Melbourne. Yeah, like, so I think you can debunk the tanking myth. I agree with your sentiment in that regard, that tanking was only really a thing when you got a bonus pick. Yeah. But ever since then, it's sort of become... You know, what's one spot in the draft order? Yeah. In North's case, the first round is probably going to end up getting traded somewhere anyway. Anything else on North versus D's? Well, can you at least admit that the match committee is tanking? No. I don't think they are. They're not. So well, you're not Todd Goldstein your is not best 22 you, at North. Are you... Oh, come on. Not, are you uh, not, comfortable not, in not saying... Are you comfortable in saying that North Melbourne Football Club are picking their very best team every week? Well... Yeah, yes. On form and injuries, yeah. Bullshit, come on. <laughs> Goldstein's going to get traded anyway, so they would have more okay. lines in the future. That doesn't make it well, tanking. No. But okay, do you think that Todd Goldstein, in his current form, I'm not talking about the Todd Goldstein of two seasons ago, is best 22? He is not the gold. He is not the player. Easily, easily oh best 22. God. I disagree. I disagree. If he's in the team, we win more hitouts and win more clearances. Well, Have you seen it. how he's playing? Hitouts don't mean diddly squat. They do if they come from an all Australian ruckman like him. No, they Ex don't. All Australian. Coasting off past glories here. Dead set. If Magic Door had that shot for goal to win the game, he would have kicked it. He would have kicked it. With... <laughs> no, I won't say what he would have kicked it with. He would have um... kicked his dick. No, everyone don't. <laughs> so, so. Todd Goldstein misses a set shot at goal, and he's and he's been ha- and now all Look, of a sudden he's no, not even worthy not of being in the best though. twenty-two. But his no, hit out sounds, not, sounds like it's just hit not form. No player should be just an automatic selection because of form. Like he's well, just that's a dramatic phrase, isn't it? To go from an all Australian to absolutely someone who, who is yeah. Not, yeah, look not at Daisy in the best twenty-two. I agree with you there. It is a dramatic fall from grace. But that happens to players. Joe Watson. It's happened before, it'll happen again. Josh Gibson, for fuck's sake. Some players get old. Anything else that's not about North tanking out of this game? Clayton Oliver, he's becoming a new Tom uh, Rockliffe. Unprecedented call there. (laughs) Krabby McCrabby. Just Um, sideways. There was one where he, like, was afraid to kick, and then he just got run down. Can we, can we the slowest player on North's list? Dan, can we agree on the fact that Fuck. No. We, no, we, no, we hope that Ben Brown gets the Coleman. No, oh. Dan, Dan, no, Dan's, I, Dan's committed he, to this tanking thing. He wants to play Brown fullback. He, he, he will be. I have an uneasy feeling that he will win the Coleman, but miss out on the All Australian team. That's only happened like twice in the last few years. Yeah, so did, it may happen again. Would you rate an All-Australian than higher than a, a uh, Coleman? On this year's current goal-kicking tally, yeah, I would. They're not, they're not setting the ball out of the park, are they? They're, they're... No, but Nick Maxwell's an All-Australian. That's disgusting. <laughs> Surely the Coleman medal's more important if you had to pick one. Am I not mistaken that Cam Mooney got picked at the All-Australian full forward one year? He got forward pocket. Forward pocket. That, well, you mean like that 2007 where they all got a, a gear? Yes. <laughs> yeah, even fucking Andrew Mackey. Ugh. Yeah, even Andrew <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I think we've said enough on this game. We'll move on to Collingwood coughed up a 50-point lead. Oh, yeah. What happened? This was a very, very good game. 
and the result was probably fitting, but I imagine it would have been severely frustrating in various points for various supporters. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was a tale of two halves, really, and one side dominated one half and another side dominated the second. If somebody told me at the start of the game that we'd walk away with two points from it, then I would have been surprised and somewhat pleased with that. But I walked out of there not fucking happy. Yeah. Um, I I think if you walk away from a 50-point choke, I thought it's not a joke, Morgs. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. (laughs) Fuck off, Subaru, you daft witch. It's not a joke because you didn't win. Anyway, if you walk away from that feeling happy with yourself, I think that you've just got low standards. So we have to be upset with it because we should have done better. But when you have... Braden fucking Maynard being Braden fucking Maynard. Oh, but back to Maynard. Fifey, you've seen him. You've seen him doing Maynard things. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. We all did. Yeah, he seems to have flown under the radar. It seemed, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it seemed that Alex Fasolo copped a lot of the scapegoating, and he, he, it was just one bad kick. Oh, yeah. I posted on the Collingwood board today because... Because I thought it would be humorous, but I didn't even get a bite. There was a thread of where is where should Braden Maynard be played, and I wrote in the seconds, and nobody <laughs> even spoke to me about it. It probably got deleted. Do they not like you? No. They like so him, they don't like me. Yeah. No. Because well, I, I go like there and I pretend that I'm security and shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I get drunk and I take <laughs> I take trophies and yeah. But no, it was a pretty good game. Who was on McGovern? Oh well they broke it down on on the couch and Howe was on McGovern and a whole bunch of Collingwood players in there and Jason Dunstall described it as they're all trying to be Leo Barry and take the mark except for Brody. Well shouldn't Jones. have Grundy put got a fist to it? Well he Being was the deep. One, one of the ones closer should have fisted. It was fucking McGovern. He didn't look like he was looking that way because his eyes are fucked. If there was anyone else, they would have followed where his line of vision was. But McGovern was looking fucking towards the city. (laughs) 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 But you should have seen the Adelaide supporters celebrating. Oh, it was embarrassing. You're on top of the ladder and you just drew with 13th. And you were literally celebrating like you won an April premiership, you fucking clowns. This this goes back to what I was saying earlier about any team that's lucky enough to play Adelaide oh, in the grand final at the MCG. They'll fuck it up. Well maybe not maybe not Port Adelaide, but yeah. Oh, can you imagine can you imagine the fucking if there was a showdown grand final, we'd have to fucking forget oh, forget the terrorists. We'll need extra extra <laughs> security for all the mass murderers. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see a showdown prelim, though, this year. It would get zesty real fast. <laughs> zesty. Yeah, you have riots in the stands. Like, <laughs> at least, at least a, a showdown grand final would probably... Because it is, like, 80% corporate anyway, and all yeah, the ferals wouldn't be able to afford tickets. Oh, they'd all come over and shit. storm the gates anyway. <laughs> the sneaking into the grand final thread would be... But, but a, but a showdown prelim, oh, look out. <laughs> 
No, I'm talking about the grand final, which would be... Oh, the grand final, regardless, yeah. Regardless, but yeah, showdown prelim, just fucking pack 54,000 ferals in. How, how, many, how many corporates are at Adelaide over, Daniel? By definition, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Collingwood and Adelaide. How do you find the Collingwood game plan, Morgs, Buckley's game plan? What game plan? Oh, well, yeah, the, one, the kick it to Jared Blair game plan. Maybe no, he should have tried I'm, the grand final press. I'm convinced. <laughs> that was a winner. I'm convinced that that's coach, not yeah. a part of the game plan. Jared Blair is too good for VFL and not good enough for AFL. So as soon as he comes in... What a conundrum that is. What do you do with him? Oh, I don't know. Shoot him. Who fucking cares? Make him get a real job. In, as a garden gnome. I don't give a fuck what you <laughs> Get him out of my football team. Make him the coach. Oh, no. He wouldn't be able to see. He'd be shorter than Clarko, little fuck. <laughs> oh, he, so he comes in, and he comes in having dominated the week before and then forgets what his ability is at this level. Like, if you can't understand what your limitations are, you need a reality check. Mate. You are shorter than Fifey. You are fucking <laughs> terrible at football. Oh, he's not. You're right. He's not because you're a you're an actual midget. No, I'm a former captain. That that's not with his helmet on. <laughs> anyway, I just oh, I don't. He shouldn't be playing to start with. Should not be playing. I don't know what was wrong with Rupert Wills, but surely there was somebody else. Anybody else? Maybe, maybe when they uh, delist. Uh, Jared Blair, he could go into showbiz and, like, start a sitcom with uh, Mitch McGovern where they're, like, an odd couple coming to ter- terms with their respective uh, disabilities of being a midget and being uh, visually impaired. Call it insightful or something. <laughs> Let's move on. The Puffers pinched it late against St Kilda, though not that there was anyone there to see it. <laughs> Oh, who leaves early? Like, unless you, unless you, yeah. unless you have to go to get a train or something. Who actually leaves the game early? <laughs> well, we know port supporters do. Ah, what is this thing with South Australians that they all leave early when the game is still alive? They're South Australian. Let's not think about what how they act. Yeah, there's not a lot of study. thought process going on there. I believe Duritz went and mentioned on the port board that he thought it was possibly because they all had to meet their parole officers or um, had curfew and stuff like that. I don't think they appreciated it too much because he's currently in red. It could have very easily been because of the news that they're interested in Stephen Motlop filtered through and then they thought, not fuck this club. Don't they know what happened when his brother went over there? Apparently not. But of all the clubs to be chasing Stephen Motlock, that's not the right club. A flaky, one-way running side such as Port Adelaide to pick up sounds another... like the per- Sounds like the perfect club for him to go to. Well, not if they want to win. Well, we don't want them to win. Fuck them. Let them go for Motlock. <laughs> well, yeah, if it, if it keeps him out of uh, blue and white, I'm happy. He's not going anywhere. He's going to take cut price money at Geelong or get Xavier Richards. Mm, I tend to agree. I just don't see the motivation for getting him. Despite what Penal says, if Geelong can't get him on track, I think there are very few clubs that could, apart from perhaps Hawthorne. It's not worth it anyway. He's a fat fuck. So anything else out of the Port St Kilda game? St Kilda didn't kick straight. That was pretty okay. good deal. I've gone through this about like 
a hundred times here, but the two big sticks get the ball, kick it fucking through. We win a game. We're in top four. You stupid fucks. Kick straight. You guys are making Isaac Smith's kicking look good. <laughs> big sticks go through. and Kevin miss in the last quarter. That's not the point. <laughs> Could have done it for the first three quarters, but no. It'd have to be Jade Gresham being a stupid fucking... Oh, jeez, you turned on him. He dribble kick in the wet, not once, but twice. Oh, how quickly did he turn? Oh, fucking... It's typical I reckon backwards. he's been your guru lot multiple times. That just makes it all the more heartbreaking. And whoever's in the midfield and decides, yeah, Robbie Gray, we'll just leave him free. You lazy prick. I uh, believe that was Seb Ross, also your goo not that long ago. Why is everything I touch <laughs> turned to shit? At least Carlisle's playing well. There's a positive. <laughs> oh, I, think oh, so. I, can't, I can't wait until he gets caught with seven kilos of coke next week. <laughs> I think Sid Kildas thought it was still a gay pride round and they were they were all aboard the grey pride wagon. Why? Because they pulled their pants down and bent over for him. <laughs> Still, there are positives. Brandon White played well. Cedric McKenzie. These are fantastic if you'll know them later on. And not Lenny played look forward, like Lenny. Look forward to those two getting delisted at the end of the year. What about Dylan? I, I swear, <laughs> to get the fucking St Kilda players' names, you, you just look up a fucking phone book and just pick out like the ones that have... The most names listed listed <laughs> against them. <laughs> I'm not convinced these people are actually real cookies. I mean, Daniel White. It's just like when Ross Lyon used to do the mega rest. He'd bring all these players you never heard of, and they all had they all had names, and it looked like they were the automatically generated, computer generated names you get on a AFL game. You know, once you've rolled over a few drafts. <laughs> That does describe most of our list. It, it, it reminds me of, um, we mentioned it earlier, HodgePodge's lion thread, like Aaron Lyons. I mean, just generic Anglo-Saxon names. That... <laughs> Nothing else out of the Puffers and St Kilda? Does Ryan oh, like Bundy get All-Australian? Ben McAvoy. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't, don't care. Yeah, oh, I don't you don't care it. about the All-Australian ruck position unless Goldstein wins it. Pedersen! 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 <laughs> the All-Australian ruck position does not matter unless it's Todd Goldstein four years ago, or <laughs> two or three years ago, whatever it is, and he's allowed to coast off Brown. that forever. No, but the, no that's, the, that's not every, is. Everyone is in agreement that the clear number one ruckman this year has been Ryder, but all the stats say and all the journos are now on board. Ben McAvoy is number two behind Ryder. Yeah, well, they'll only pick one ruckman and bad luck McAvoy. Yeah, he'll, get in, he'll get in the squad of 40. And, um, I don't think they, he will. It'll be like... Um, it'll I be, think Ry- it'll be, it'll like be Ryder, Grundy and Pedersen. <laughs> McAvoy will be in the squad of 40, and depending no, on which bong so. judges they get on the, the final squad, he might they might stick him in You mean in Luke a, Darcy? Oh, Luke Beach Darcy tea. is Ruckman, so fucking Luke Darcy might sneak him into the forward pocket. McAvoy, I reckon. This, this, this is Darcy we're talking about. Darcy will put McAvoy on the wing and say, well, he's so good around the ground, such a huge tank, can cover the ground so well. So uh, that would be tanking. For, forget Josh Kelly, we'll put big boy McAvoy on the wing. <laughs> The only AA side McAvoy is getting in is <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous side. <laughs> you fucking moron penal. Maybe we should pick an all-Australian alcoholics team. Hodge's captain. Who else goes in there? 
Brendan Tavola, full forward. Charlie, Charlie Dixon. <laughs> Toby Green goes in there. Um, who else? Dusty goes in there. Jeez, these are good players. Steve Johnson definitely Steve goes in there. Steve J, definitely, yeah. And, 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 and I'll tell you that for personal. two Fremantle players that got dropped for having a drink after the game. Harley Bennell. Can't, can't name their names Harley either. Bennell. Taylor Walker. You have a beer before the game. <laughs> uh, Motlop. That's, again, the only AA guys you'll get into. Buddy Franklin crashing cars, clearly on something. Yes. Dan Hanabry starts. We'll extend AA to... Ada drug problems, so... Oh, Swanee! Swanee! <laughs> well, yeah, um, Chris Dusty made wearing man. would be a better... Oh. <laughs> be, better pick than Andrew Gaff, apparently. Not my words. It's the West yeah, Coast he, board words. He's, he's in the team posthumously. Does um, Tommy Hawkins drive the bus to KFC up, like, you know, the midnight... Oh, Charlie Kerno. <laughs> Sharon Wellingham can do it. (laughs) Jay Schultz. David Schwartz. It depends. If they want to get there quickly, they could get Joel to drive them. (laughs) Or Mo Hope. (laughs) The the AAW. (laughs) Yeah, she she gets in on alcohol, not talent. Oh, yeah, because Jay Schultz got in on bad talent. <laughs> well, he was a pretty good set shot at goal when he, when he was Oh, not, he was like, not like Goldstein. <laughs> Let's move on. I think we've had enough of Port and St Kilda, though the AA All-Australian team, I think I think there's more we can have for that. So, Flogs, put up some suggestions in the thread because I'm sure, I'm sure there's some we've forgotten. Any coaches, actually, before we move on? Who's coaching that team? Gary Lyon. <laughs> if there's no. a current AFL coach that is probably on the source, I reckon it's Brendan Bolton. I was going to say Beveridge. Wasn't there a rumour that Beveridge was a bit of an Elkie? Yeah. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't put it past. Because of his last name? No, because he sort of is... He drinks he a lot. A, yeah. He likes a beverage one or two? Yeah, Beveridge likes beverages, yeah. Is he a functional alcoholic? Yeah, yeah, functional well, one. Like, oh, And Robbo's the team scribe. Um, <laughs> Well, Beveridge sort of sm- strikes me as a guy that never smiles. So he would be the problem mm. drinker type. Sad clown. Always hungover. We did extend the, the AA team to all drugs, so surely Herd's a shoe-in. Well, then Ben Cousins is a shoe-in mm. too. Chicky? <laughs> Kerr. This, this, team, this is a great team we're putting together. Aaron Edwards. There's Chad Fletcher too, Jesus. <laughs> Let's move on. Hawthorne, Hawthorne beat the Colders again. I think we should start by looking at the coaches' votes for this game. Who even cares? Let's go back to our, our AA team. I want Andrew Ember to sing the theme song. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously tripping balls, but... <laughs> What's um... the theme song? <laughs> the West Coast Eagles rap. <laughs> oh, okay. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. So funny. No, Hawthorne beat the Colors. What are these coaches' votes, Penal? Coaches' votes. Perfect 10, Ben McAvoy, the big boy, does it again, showing why he will clearly be in the squad of 40, maybe a cheap, sneaky chance for the final 22. Eight eight votes, so next best, Liam Shields. What a clutch player he's turned out. Where's his brownlow that you promised? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is his brownlow? You promised. Tom Mitchell has arrived on the scene. And has sort of Excuses. stolen his thunder a little Excuses. bit. 
Just Should a little bit. Trade him to Gold Coast. We're not the type of club that shafts its loyal servants during the trade period just to, to get a better deal for ourselves. Yeah, you'd rather have Lance Petroni says hi, Nathan Thompson says hi. <laughs> Lance Petroni's a corporal legend, is he? Well, okay, maybe not, but still. Jonathan Hay. You, you rooted the, all those guys just to better yourself. You didn't look after those guys. It's like, yes, we can get draft picks. Family club Hawthorne, eh? Yeah, we look, we, leader. we look after our uh, our loyal servants. They are the family club. They are standing by the Langford family and the son, Will, despite his latest accusations of sexual assault on the field <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> what What's sexual assault? Jared McVeigh is just a homophobic. Yeah, well, yeah. Buddy, Hodge kissed Buddy. And nobody cared. What, what's McVeigh's problem? He's homophobic. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, he's a bit of a homophobe. He, 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 he needs to be educated. Mm. And by edu- and by educated, he needs to be forced to join in the Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> McVeigh marching. Uh, yep, yeah, G-string and all. Yep. Oh, I, I would I would have thought a 12-hour lecture about tolerance and inclusion from one Aaron Riley would be more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Has Aaron Riley commented on this latest homophobia? Been surprisingly silent. Oh. Anyone from Sydney at all? Andrew Wu? Yeah, this is what I've got. GK would spend time in jail, but it wouldn't be long for a wrong path that he would take, but it wouldn't be as bad as a mistake he was about to make. Because <laughs> <laughs> going to jail, not as bad as Kicking wearing a ball. My <laughs> mm, favourite part. <laughs> Wouldn't be as bad as the path he was about to take. <laughs> Sydney Swans' major sponsor is um, Qatar Airways, and really, Qatar. The, uh, <laughs> yes, thank Kat- you. Yeah. Qatar, Qatar, what it? Fucking potato. They wouldn't Qatar. fucking. Let coming, you coming from the man who thought that SARS came from Africa. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I really should. Well, it might have. You know, someone. Oh, and Morgan, you're in the industry. You may or may know this, but they're known for their very homophobic and uh, anti-woman, anti-gay policies. So basically, if you if you're pregnant, they'll fire you. If you're gay, they'll fire you and lock you up. And so I think Sydney, because they've got this mob as their major sponsor, that culture of homophobia has infected their club and um, it's permeating through to the players. And, like, the the fish stinks from the head. Rots. Rots from the head. head. (laughs) 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 Don't smell the head, but you can smell the tail. If the fish was was, was Sue's, then, yeah, you'd be right. (laughs) And and plus, they throw people off, they throw gays off buildings there, too. How do, you, how do you know that Qatar Airways didn't sponsor Sydney because of Jared McVeigh? Maybe they knew this. Yeah, but the fish stinks from the head. You've got to look, follow, follow the money. Follow um, the money. So are you saying so we should you... kick Sydney off the Pride game? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Port Adelaide and Kilda in years to come, doesn't it? After that uh, tremendous display of bending over. Anything else on Hawthorne the Colas? No, I've got something on the Colas. Pre-game on Friday night, they were talking to Andrew Ireland. (laughs) Andrew Pridham on Triple M? Andrew Pridham on Triple M. That's who they were talking to. And they asked him about his fake painting. (laughs) And he cracked the fucking shits and wouldn't say anything else. (laughs) 
And it was oh. the most awkward 10 seconds of radio I've ever heard. <laughs> who asked him? Who, who, who was it? Nathan Brown. And he <laughs> gave him nothing. And then Nathan Brown was so embarrassed he didn't talk for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so there's a win for everybody there. Uh, everyone's a winner. Except for Andrew Brittam. <laughs> He's bought the fake, but then someone takes a piss out of him and he gets really, really salty. Like, come on. Seriously, like, learn to laugh at yourself. The swans don't do that. They wouldn't the banner bands with the dogs because they don't do that sort of thing. They're very humorless. They're very... Humorless and so... they, it's just another example. A friendly kiss between friends equal yeah. true show of diversity and equality is met with just hostility and response. Yeah. Like, Jared McVeigh has endorsed gay bashing because he just went and clocked Langford in the face straight after that. It's just disgraceful. So have they changed their policy? Because there used to be a no-dickheads team. Like, they used to have the no-dickheads rule. Is it now all dickheads? Yeah, I was going to say, is anyone who's not a dickhead up there? Like, fuck. <laughs> it, it, this started when they started letting Kenny into the um, circle. <laughs> what, the, 2000? Well, no. Not first dickhead. <laughs> the, the the no dickheads thing was all, was always just a piss take. Like there, there's always been room for fucking scum at that club, where it's Barry Hall or Peter Everett or even Adam Brett Hirsch, Hirsch, Warwick Kappa. Adam Huskis played for Sydney as well, didn't he? Who mm-hmm. did he? He's still a dickhead. How good is our youth though? Ah, oh. oh. much better <laughs> than North. Could <laughs> clean up all night. Burton did play pretty well on Buddy. And James Sisley played pretty well when he wasn't trying to murder the umpire. <laughs> he, he's the new Goddard. Biggest biggest cockhead in the, in yep. the competition. He's far too much fun to laugh at. Bruce called him the most interesting player in the AFL right now. Just because you want to watch what he does next. No, I couldn't care less. He's got that Every time I see him on TV, he's it. just acting like a twat. If Bruce is saying that, I wondered what sort of fantasy he's got playing out in his head. I don't want to know. Let's move on. Games that don't matter. James Sisley was angry, so we'll segue to someone else who got angry, but he waited till the siren had gone. It was Heath Shaw as um, the Giants got up. This is a monumental little hissy fit at his teammate. Younger, inexperienced teammate. And yeah, he... what was with that? At least at least when Sisley went off last week, it was while the, the game was still going, and you know there's good reason to be fired up. And there's context. This was just petty. It was after the game, so, you know, it'd probably been three hours since he had his pills. The ADHD was probably peaking. Who was that other player that was on the receiving end of it? Aiden Core. Yeah, Aiden Core. Well, regardless of whoever it is, I mean, it's you couldn't take a spray from Heath Shaw seriously. No. Well, I he mean, didn't. It's... He just fucking waved him off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, that's, and, that's how, and, that's, and that's how you... That's what you do when, you, when you've got a... A twat like him that's barking orders at you and telling you, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And, you know, if you're that cool guy, you just tell him that he's just a stat merchant and a shithead who's got a history of being a shithead and you should just shut the fuck up. And he's part the reason why the league is shit at the moment. Worry about your own game, stay in your lane and shut the fuck up. Anything out of this? Uh, GWS. Stockers did quite well. I thought they were going to get smacked, and they almost pulled it out. Mm, giants are struggling at the moment. They're just going. Yeah, the, gi- the Giants are just okay for a team that's apparently, what, second, third on the ladder? Really? It's a little bit more than a rut now. 
said last week it was a rut, but I think it's a little bit more than that now. It's cause for concern. Well, they, the rut continues. They barely, uh, barely fell in against Frio. That's I feel like whoever gets to play them in the finals is is going to be very, very lucky because they're not that very good. Hawthorne, then. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Frio, because they only kicked uh, 40 points like the last two weeks, and I think it was Smeghead that pointed out before the, before the Sunday games, there was only one team that actually outscored Frio this round. Unfortunately, that team was GWS. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, Richmond beat the Suns finally up at Metricon, so that's finally happened. Pretty lacklustre game. The only thing I do want to mention out of this game is um, Shane Edwards is 200, for those who missed it. And um, Dan, he got chaired off. Don't, don't even bother. No, it's just it's at the stage now where I just don't really need to say anything. It's 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 there to be seen. It's it's a joke. What, what was wrong with cheering him off? He played his two hundredth game. You should well one. You shouldn't be getting cheering offs for two hundred games, and secondly, and most importantly, he's not the caliber of player that warrants a cheering off or a guard. Who, who of are honor. you to decide that? I'm a, I'm a I'm a football fan, and I, I like the the traditions of of our game where we would where we would get, show the ultimate respect and admiration to the competition's best players. When Donald Bradman played his last Test game of cricket, the English cricket team thought it was necessary to give him a, a guard of honour, the world's greatest cricketer to have ever played. Worst bloke. Worst bloke. Why do you, why do you say that? He's notorious for being one of the worst blokes in time and money. He, yeah, well, hated Catholics. He hated Catholics. Oh shit. Um, well, regardless, I mean, I mean, the the admiration and respect is is purely because of his cricketing ability. Yeah, I mean, he he could be. Uh, but, what uh, if, but what if that player like? Was it like an excellent club man? Like he meant a lot to the club. He might not have been the best player, but he might have. You know, no. Yeah, like no. like a Michael Ferrito. Michael Ferrito. No, no, no. Doesn't doesn't deserve it. No, that's, that's, should... that's why they give out those end of season awards, like for best clubman and shit like that. Yes, yeah, so you, you don't have to put it on show for everyone to see. Getting like the, I mean, put it put aside the fact that it. What would, about, yeah, what about the supporters? And... What about like for say you know a North game, they tear off Michael Ferrito if it's their home game, and everyone gets to give him well, a bit of a clap and a. Thanks for your service, it, mate. People can clap for him when he walks off the ground. I, I, doesn't it dilute the whole experience? Um, Isn't that important? Yes, it is. I hope they don't tear Todd Goldstein off. Those players will still have, like, legend status. If, they still if, mean if, something if, in the heart. If, I just if don't think it's che- such a big deal. If you, got, if you got chaired off or you got a guard of honour, you knew that that player was in the top end of players amongst these peers. Okay, what Everyone's about so, getting so, one yeah, out. So, oh, well, I guess now we know why Dan's never getting chaired off on the flog car. <laughs> if any of us are getting chaired off, it's me. None of you are getting <laughs> So Okay, the what about Jason McCartney then? Jason McCartney. Um, sharing off? Well, he, he didn't get chaired off for his footballing ability. He got chaired off because he survived the terrorist attack. Well, I don't, yeah. Well, but, but what, I don't think he's in legend status. I don't think he's got no, legend. he's not. Yeah, well. There are some exceptions, maybe, but I mean, generally, the chairing offs and the guards of honour and all that shit are for footballers based on their footballing ability and what they achieved in their careers. Yeah, it dilutes it's really all that important. It gets it gets diluted if everyone gets one. Now, it, 
it's just oh he gets but one I mean, now. Oh, he gets one now. He gets one now. I just don't think it's that important to be worrying about. It used to be important because when you used to see oh, someone God. get one, you knew that that player was a high caliber footballer. Now Shane Edwards gets fucking tearing off <laughs> in his two hundred game. Jade Rawlings got teared off. Like it's been happening that's, for years. That's not that's not right. <laughs> well, it used to be it used to be more sacred. It used to be, you know, the best players Why and now. So it's disrespectful, like... Dan. Mm. Shane Edwards was in the top eight Richmond players. Yeah, but Sean Grigg was in the top seven. Oh my God. <laughs> How many games is old Griggy on Gessney's cheer for cheering off soon? When Tom Doty off. plays his first game, does he get a fucking cheering off? Because <laughs> no, it's just his first game and, well... Oh, uh, no, well, he might as well get... I mean, we might as well let the first <laughs> game cheering on a guy and want it Bring too. Goldstein back well, in. Everybody well, shit. Well, in Tom Doty's case, maybe, it would be maybe, a triumph the against best, the odds. Maybe the best no, umpire for the year in the grand final can get a guard up on it. There's no need to love because his team's been carrying him all year, the fucking pleb. I don't want to pop my own players, but I agree with Morgs here. There's something to this, though, with the Don Bradman being <laughs> the cunt thing, just because, like, I think the best the best player in each sport is always, like, a massive dickhead. Like, yeah. you've got the, the Don Bradman of Australian rules football, Lee Matthews, and I'm pretty yeah. sure Neville Bruns isn't too fond of him. <laughs> so. Let's move on. A couple of games that didn't matter. Dogs got a win, got back, jumped back into the eight. Goddard's a flog. got a dose of his own medicine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk about being hit by the karma bus. Oh, <laughs> glory. And backed over him too. <laughs> I, think, I think that was my favourite part of the game and really oh. the only thing that's notable out of it. Other than Goddard being on the angry pills again, I yeah, guess. Yeah, none of his teammates wanted to back him up. But, I mean, that whole, like... They were probably still upset over the pretzels. <laughs> uh, fuck this guy. He ruined our pretzel... Snack. We're not backing him. But how funny was it, like, the Bulldogs players that confronted him, it was just really, like, they just ran up to him like at, you know, high school. No one wanted to push anyone or throw a punch. It was just, they all ran up to give him shit, and Caleb, little Caleb Daniel was at the head of it. It was uh, it was pretty tame. Eagles skied over Brisbane, nothing out of this. Absolutely P- Petrie, nothing you P- can take out of this game. Petrie had a really good game. Maybe he should be the All-Australian Ruckman. <laughs> He's probably better than Goldstein at this stage. Currently. Well, he's getting well. Remarkably, he's getting a game over Gold uh, over Goldstein. There, there are plenty of other ruckmen that are, yep. that if, are not as good. They're all getting a game. I look forward to seeing North trade Goldstein for Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll, we'll but turn into doing that at North. Um, wasn't doing anything at North last no. year. Oh, exactly. No. You mean like you mean last year? Yeah, well, when we got rid yeah, of him. yeah, he struggled yeah. last year. Yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah that's a not. Fun. Let's move on. Last game, which will transition us into the talking points. It's Carlton Geelong, and there was one notable thing out of this game. There was danger, danger, <laughs> danger, danger, dangerous tackle. Oh yeah, he's been rubbed out. Oh, yeah, mm, no, no brown low for you. How, how do you, how do you feel? Does that? How do you feel about that as a Richmond supporter? Do you go, oh, yes, Dusty's going to win the well, rally now? Or is it like, you'd hope it... that Dusty polls the most votes, and with Danger missing a week, 
that might help his chances as well. Um, but actually, if, if actually I were if up? I were a Richmond fan, I would be hoping that Dusty, who is on two strikes already, doesn't go and get himself a third uh, in the four weeks to come. Especially considering what uh, kind of strike are you talking Jack- about, Penal? <laughs> either what, or, what probably ac- either or, and it's probably <laughs> accurate. Well, I hope not because he'll be he'll be playing for North next year, and I don't. I don't, I don't need that. Are you nervous about that, by the way? He still hasn't signed yet. I'm not even remotely nervous. No? No, Richmond have, have made their final offer, and it's, no, it's we been haven't. weeks since he's... Yes, you have. No, we haven't. It's not our final offer. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Dusty emotionally checked out. I heard that his, his Yeah, you manager, heard that on the North board. Fucking hell. The, his, his manager was in Tassie watching the North game. Signs are not good. I mean, if he was staying, I think he would have signed by now. Because the offer that he's getting... But I think that was Jake Lever. If he was going, he wouldn't be going to North anyway. But if he was leaving, he'd go to a club where he actually could do something. Because if he goes to North, his chopsticks can be made out of gold. He's going to get paid that much money. He's with his best mate, Harley. He's guaranteed a win over Melbourne every time. (laughs) Back to Dangerfield, I... One of the best observations I did find about this, and whether it's Dustin Martin or someone else if Dusty gets rubbed out, is that Patrick Dangerfield might just poll the most votes and have to present the Brownlow to the actual winner. He won't get invited, so they'll invite Cochin and Mitchell to <laughs> present the medal. Seeing as what about James Hurd? He won a Brownlow. I'm pretty sure he sold it already. <laughs> so I, I think, I think the for the weird baby. Da- Dangerflogo. <laughs> is just not invited to the Brownlow at all. So they probably will Well, get. actually, he, he will be. Past winners are always invited to the Brownlow. Oh, thanks, Ben. I'm just going to say, though, if Dangerfield does have to present it to That's Dusty... not Ben Worthy. Not everyone knows that. <laughs> Come on, give me something. <laughs> if Dangerfield does, though, how much schadenfreude would there be on the Port and Adelaide boards and the Richmond board and all over Big Hoodie? Look, it would, it would be pretty funny considering the way Dangerfield carries on to see him have to present the medal to someone else after polling more votes than them. It wouldn't be very good for yeah. whoever won it, but it would be pretty good to see. I honestly think that the um, umpires honestly, will be instructed matter, not to give him votes. It doesn't votes. matter how you win him. I don't think Mitchell and Cochran care. And that's why I think <laughs> it would be pretty fair for them to get to present the medal, seeing as well, they didn't get to. You know what, what will happen, and I, I think you've heard me say this before, and he's... They will edit the, the votes um, accordingly so that whoever wins will win outright. There won't be no... Cod, oh, uh, that was just your winning. excuse because Is you that can't what they hack did the fact Critus? that Critus won. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He, um, he won outright on, on Fife, but really it was going to be a... Like, like Critus got votes in, the last, in his last game where he shouldn't have gotten votes. It was something How that he never should have got votes in any game. It looked fishy. I mean, I mean, forget the fact that he shouldn't have won. I mean, <laughs> Some, someone cue up the X Files music. Um, just, just that sounds just, nothing like it. That's a Twilight that. Just on Dangerfield and the tackle and everything like that. How do we feel about the suspension? Good. I feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel good about it. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world burn. And I just wanted to watch somebody lose out of today. And I did. Every other county's been suspended for this sort of shit over the last three years. It's basically been accepted. 
and it's just like, oh, it's a dangerous tackle. You just can't, you just can't do that anymore. And then as soon as da- as soon as Dangerfield does it, every flog in the media wants to think of an excuse. Oh, he didn't know he didn't have the ball anymore. That doesn't well, matter. Well, no, yeah. because all we get shoved down our throat is this duty of care. Well, why doesn't Danger have a duty of care? I can't yep. wait till he and shows up and he's appeal at the tribunal with fucking props, cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who, who'll be his fucking character reference? Yeah. Who's going to be his character reference? Himself. Joel <laughs> <Sure> Selwood. <laughs> that that or his missus. Show up with a prop of like Matthew Cruiser, like just like some retarded crash dummy doll thing with like squat. It would be pretty hard to tell if he was. <laughs> it would be a crash test dummy. Instead of, you know, the yellow but and black all, like circles, the they'd talk. be all in these pimple spots. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, all, like all crater-faced. <laughs> all the talk has been about concussion and the long-term impact of knocks to the head on your brain and health uh, later in life. So they, they can't not do anything if you've got a tackle that oh. knocks a bloke clean out. Just well, this is, this is... Don't pin the arms. It's pretty fucking but clear. When they say, like, this is going to cost him the Brownlow medal, mate, what could it have cost Matthew Cruiser? <laughs> like, not a fucking medal. What about the fact that the dumb cunt might not know his own name again if he does that to him? How he could have died. He could have. He could have been killed. <laughs> he could have killed him. Oh, Danger Fallon nearly killed him. <laughs> and boy, but, um, have have the Geelong flogs taken it well. I mean, I just, I've got to read this post out. It's not even from the Geelong board, it's from the main board. It's it's some guy really happy that he knocked Cruiser out. Benny78 saying, Cruiser is just another pest like McCaffer. <laughs> it would be like uh, <laughs> Relton. Relton Reynolds, and he's written Reynolds. Um, <laughs> Relton Reynolds breaking Gary Ablett Sr. or Tony Lockett's leg. No one wants to see some spud they've never heard of impact greatness. Cruiser, <laughs> Cruiser and McCaffer bring absolute nothing to the game aside from throwing spanners into great players' heads. <laughs> spanners into heads. Sounds like what Dangerfield did. Does he win the appeal if he tries it? No. 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 Oh, well, there's no grounds. Yeah, it's not. It's in the rules. You can't pin the arms and drive them into the ground. If they get and if they get yep. concussed, you are absolutely fucked. It's and a shit rule, but it is the rule. But it's been the rule for so long. Dangerfield is not above the law. It wasn't a shit rule when it was fucking Joe Bloggs doing it. No one gave yeah, a fuck. Exactly right. No, no, no one gave a, a, a shit when fucking Stevens from St Kilda got suspended. Probably because they weren't sure if he even existed, being a fucking St Kilda player named Stevens. One of the Jacks from... But, yeah, the the only thing the Geelong supporters have been clean to is, but, 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 Burgoyne did it and he didn't get suspended. To which, he A, a uh, Burgoyne didn't pin the arms, exactly. crucial difference, and B, that was one incident, and there are about 12 over the past couple of years where they did get suspended because they were more similar and they did. Oh, pin that the just arms. sounds to me like Freaky Cawthorn. Yeah, Bergwin didn't pin the arms. He just, was just unlucky no, that he tapped. I know. Don't fuck Sam Reed, and Sam <laughs> Reed didn't think to put his fucking arm out to stop his head from hitting the ground. Yeah, and, and <laughs> let's be let's be real. Sam Reed would fail a concussion test whether or not his head hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get the oh, I'm convinced that? that they split genetics between the two. 
fucking retarded. I think that's every unless anyone's got anything to add. I hope he polls the most votes. I really <laughs> Me do. Me too. I hope he, I hope he polls thirty <laughs> votes. No one else polls anywhere near him. Fuck and, him. And, and secretly, I ho- I bet he hopes he does too, just because he's that much of an attention whore and would want to get people talking about him. No, he'll he'll think he it won't bother him at all. He goes, he'll just think he's the best player in the league anyhow. So. <laughs> Oh, he'll, 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 he'll make he doesn't one of those, anything um, trophy plaques with 2017 <laughs> Brownlow medal. He'll get his girlfriend to hold it in a photo <laughs> or something. Oh, he'll get his girlfriend to go to the trophy shop get, and buy him the uh, Dangerfield medal. Yeah, and he'll get, like, something framed that said, like, back-to-back, like, fucking garbage. Yeah. Get it tattooed like that Geelong fan who had the 2008 <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> Next time he takes off his takes off his fucking suit, <laughs> suit. And he's surfing. He rips off his suit at the beach and he's got like back to back brown low medalist tattoo already. <laughs> so if Dustin Martin does get a third strike, which given he's playing Hawthorne this week and I reckon uh, James Sisley will be told to get in his face a bit and try and uh Oh, yeah, he really needs to be led to water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He might try and bait Dusty into a gut punch or face punch even uh, because then Tom Mitchell would be the outright favourite. I have it on good authority that uh, Cadinia Park put some money on Tom Mitchell to win the Brownlow when he was paying $67. So... I didn't know that. I messaged him today and was like, oh, I hope you don't have money on Dangerfield. He's like, I've got money on Tom Mitchell. I was like, well, this is interesting. I'd like to see Dangerfield get suspended and then Martin get suspended and then in round 23, Tom Mitchell gets suspended. (laughs) (laughs) Just so everybody loses. (laughs) How how empty would whoever the fourth place person is feel? I hope it's Trent Cochin again. (laughs) Yeah, have someone else's Brownlow again. Fuck, but yeah, if um if Martin and Mitchell go, then who wins it from there? Like Rory Tom Sloan. Moody. Tom Moody. Yes, Matt Crouch. Rory. Matt Crouch. No, Rory all the way. Like Matt Josh Crouch Kelly. hasn't had a game under twenty-seven disposal. Tom Rockliffe. Yep, yeah, but he's not Rory. <laughs> yeah, you're right because he actually shows up. That's an insult against so Rory. How many people do you think it's going to take to get suspended till Joe Watson can win it? <laughs> About 750. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how many players are in the league? <laughs> I reckon Chris Maynard have more votes than him and he hasn't played. Jesse um, White the Cat might get a vote before Joe. Because <laughs> he's been a good boy, haven't you? Oh, well done, Jesse. He's trying to bite me, but he's been good. <laughs> we've, we've got different levels of good here in my house. <laughs> Nothing else on danger? He's just proving, like, Um, he's always been a thug and a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a good bloke. No. There's a shark out there that's going to eat him. Fuck him. (laughs) Let's go to the rest of the talking points. And we've been talking about Brownlow, so we'll go to the retirements. And an absolute champion bowed out this week. Absolute champion of the game. Yeah. Brownlow medalist, Matthew Prittis. Oh, um, God. <laughs> I will give him a standing ovation this yes. weekend, and he should have both banners made about it. This is him. a very sad day. <laughs> Nick Greenwald's oh, retiring, and they'll put Prittis on the banner. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would. They really would. <laughs> um, did you hear Greg Dedham 
today suggests that um, Pritis got dropped for this game, uh, the game on the weekend, and cracked the shits, and that's why he retired. Well, that sounds like Barrett and Dempster all over again. Yeah, why would get, get a rich being Dempster. dropped. No, that, I don't, I don't I'm, believe that for a minute. No. I don't either. I'm not, just putting not if it out. He had there. a contract for the next year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if, oh, someone's going to pay me 100000 more than $100,000 next year. I think I might were, just shut you, up. If you weren't contracted and you were hoping to get a contract, you might say, no, nah, it's worth, not worth the hassle. I'll bow out. But surely yeah. that's a bullshit story. And just on the next yeah. year contract, I found this delicious. I was watching Fox Footy on the weekend and they showed one of their fake news ads and it was <laughs> fake news and it said the headline that they had down the bottom was, He's contracted for another year. And they have all the people talking about giving the true story. And it happened one of them was Matt Prittis. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I'd checked what he said. But it's just like, yeah, Prittis contracted for next year. No, he's gone. He's out. So, yeah, Prittis retired. And I think he, he'll get chaired off. He'll get a lap on grand final day. He'll um, get chaired off by St Gilda. By Nick. <laughs> I heard that um, Joey was going to come out and cheer him off with Nick because Joey likes to play second fiddle. I heard <laughs> the old switcheroo. He's there for moral support. It's very disappointing that Prudis has retired, and I, I, I'm just, I'm just, oh staggered. yeah, it's shattering. I'm. <laughs> it shattering. is. He's, he's. If he's he had a, any, if he an had ornament, any respect, an for ornament him, to the game. If he had any respect for himself and for the fans of the AFL, he would do. Two things. One, in his last game, he will walk off the ground like the rest of his teammates and wave to the fans and say, see you later, I'm done. Secondly, you go to the AFL house and you'll hand back that Brownlow medal because he knows he doesn't deserve it. He shouldn't be He shouldn't be a Brownlow medalist, but he is. Why? He should just the go give it to Joe's grandparents because that's who's got theirs. And then right off into the sunset, see you later. <laughs> With, with with the wind in his curly hair. Like a hero. Heroes right off into the sunset. Yeah. He's a true hero. I'm just, Only villains slink off around the corner. You know what? I'm so excited. I'm going to get to the grand final this year, which I haven't been to one yet. And they have the Killers as the entertainment. And James Hurd's presenting the Norm Smith so I can boo him. And now just the icing on the cake. I get to applaud Matt Prittis on his farewell lap around the ground. It's just, It's going to be magical. It's worth the price of admission alone. Absolutely. Make a sign. Say, Bay 13, thanks you. Or, Bay 13, or thanks Matthew Prittis. They won't, they won't allow that. No, no, answer, the so West Coast we... Eagles team board on Big Footy. Thanks <laughs> 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 Matthew Prittis. <laughs> on the back, you could have Saximo. <laughs> I, just, I, can't, I can't believe how even now that he's stepping down and it's over, just the amount of vitriol that's come his way. It's just like, talk about disrespecting your club champions. He wasn't even in the All-Australian team when he won the Brownlow. I mean, All-Australians are a flawed award. As you can see, Nick Maxwell got one. Harry O'Brien. That's okay, because you'd rather be an All-Australian than win it. Coleman, and I'm assuming a Brownlow Brownlow as well. Or a Premiership. That's why Nick (laughs) Nick Rewald's got five of them. (laughs) It's, yes, uh, I'm sure that's his only regret. What about the yeah. pictures? <laughs> <laughs> or the that, tape. That and the fact he shot a load down army to just throw. This tape doesn't exist. How do we know it's true? Dan watched it. No, I did not watch that at all. I'm with Cooks and I don't know if it's real or not. We're only going by what Ant said. Oh, Ant really. said that, and, yeah. 
and none of us have seen this video. So, and you but know we're what? happy. We're happy to believe Ed it because it's it. funny. He hasn't been back since Ed no, said I, this story. Guys, he hasn't been back. I've seen the tape. It's real. Believe me. <laughs> you have not. I'm so full of shit. He does. He watches it before bed every night. It's on all the websites I go to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that's why we kick if, bad. Daryl, too busy why, why, instead of goal kick. Why, why isn't that I, I, I'm sure gay people can kick straight. They yeah. just aren't straight. I, I, I don't know, Cookie. That's a bit of a reach around. <laughs> that's homophobic. You should play for Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> anything Anything else on British retiring? We will Who miss is the, the blackest day in Australian sport. <laughs> 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 this um, last one, anyway. I think I think that sets sorts us for retirees. So we'll move on to the next talking point. You're not biting get fuck cookie? Pretty much. Do we want to talk it do we want to talk about Nick Revolt he, other he's, than he's in... not biting, neither is the St Kilda Banner squad. <laughs> all like I want to talk about all I want to talk about is the massive melt that one eyed Sainer had on the G D board about the bay and the disrespect to Nick <laughs> and how disgusting he thinks it is and how he's never going back to the bay again. Oh fuck. What happened? Oh, one I'd say I had a fucking giant melt because people yeah, were right, Nick, Nick Rewald on the bay. Nick alone. Oh really? Oh, oh I'd melter. No, good, great career for Revolt. Very unlucky he didn't win a flag, but at the same time, he played on. <laughs> he, he can look back knowing that, yeah, he I He sort of looked all. back and he would have seen he saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to retire better than 99% of players to play this game, and they would trade in their premiership to be half as good as him. No, I don't think Jared Blair would. Just saying. <laughs> Do it, yep. be Jared Blair or be Nick Rewood. I don't know which career I'd fucking choose. Oh, one of them's got a premiership and the other one... You play the game to win premierships. That's you right. Playing, man. We'll, Patrick we will always, play to win we will always remember Martin <laughs> Pike being a better player than Nick Rewald. Yeah, we're always going to remember... <laughs> I'd say four times four times guy. the player, but it, that's not true because you can't... The Ryan Schoenmakers is a premiership centre-half forward. Nick Rewald is not. Mitch Moore is greater <laughs> than Nick Rewald. That's more reason to think, shit, my premiership medal is Richard undervalued. Richard Hadley. Greater than Nick can I, Revolt, can I not just the Kiwi. This out? Bluebell is going to be furious with me for posting this because she has the belief in putting shit into the universe. But imagine if he died, would they still be saying the same thing? That fucking place has gone downhill since Fred left. What, the bay? Look, I get it. The bay is for people who want to troll, and I've got no problem with that. But I draw the line at the absolute disrespect shown for one of the champions of the game. I Things did. like he didn't deserve to win a flag. I'm glad he'll be flagless. <laughs> That's stop. only from bitter dogs, bitches. They don't I sometimes stop and think when people ask why I hate dogs so much, then I read shit like this and remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm not offended. I'm disgusted. Much different. Uh. Oh. No, oh my goodness, his his um first post in that rant, he's avoided the swear filter and the moderators had to go and edit it edit the swears out but someone's quoted quoted it. <laughs> Every day I despise this cunting site more and more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of other reasons to hate the dogs. You don't need this one. Anything else on this? On Revolt or Pritis? 
No. Like, like two great careers. One great career. The Hall of Fame's got to be an awesome night. You know, you're going to have Hodgie getting fat as fuck, Rewalt looking dapper and dandy, and Pritis being a fucking god. Mm. Pretty impressive Hall of Fame class, really, in 2022. Other talking point, real quick, do we want to discuss the Harry Taylor ham prank? I don't get it. How, like, I know Harry Taylor's a weird person, but why did you have a ham in your slot? <laughs> For a game of football. Let's do it pre-game. I can think, yeah, okay. I can imagine that. But first game just... He's more, more interested in playing pranks and winning games of football. Oh, how else do you anything. think they get Hawkins to change anything every quarter? <laughs> Tommy. Harry, you're in the forward line. Get the ham out. <laughs> he kicked five goals, so maybe it's a lucky charm. Or maybe just gets a bit peckish during the game. You know? Yeah, ever, who, who doesn't like sock ham? Maybe yeah. Hawkins is the only one who eats that. But anything else out of this? I, th- I think it's weird, but at the same time, I think it's sort of lolzy. It's just something... If, like, on... if you're going to put th- something in your sock, put something on it, like a, like a piece of paper that's that, that's got, like, troll material on it, like that picture of Rewald and Zach <laughs> and, you, and you, hold it, you hold it up as he's running in um, your goal and you're on the mark and you've just got this picture of him looking like a dick with... Zach Dawson holding his dick. I mean, there's there's no rules saying that you can't have a piece of paper stuck in your in your in your socks when you go out. I mean, imagine there would be after the first person who did it. Yeah, but <laughs> why bring a ham? That's like well, yeah, the ham, your ham thing's got me stumped. I don't know why he's doing. Well, it's because um didn't Josh Jenkins? Yeah, it got food poisoning from maybe he's seasoning it. You know, mm-hmm. put sweat oh, with the you know. fine fine sweat and salt and. But yeah, he's, so he's waited till after the game to like shake his hand with and show him the ham. But surely he should have done it earlier to try and put him off or make him vomit. Like just line up on him at the first bounce and be like, "Yeah, uh, let's have a good fair fair game, mate," uh, and extend your hand out to him. Then, at what the if first he brought McLean him though? Well, he could have tried to stuff it in his jumper, like you know, chase him around with it. <laughs> put ham down his back. Well, you needed to get uh, with Langford out there. He would have just um, shoved the hand him. down his pants. <laughs> Anything else on this? No. Harry is a weird unit. Speaking yeah. of food at grounds, food sensors at the MCG to tell you when the lines are short for the food outlets. Um, Couldn't give a shit. I I eat and drink before or after the footy these days. I never eat or have anything at the footy. How are they doing it? Like, how do they come up with the data? Like, they have sensors to see how long the line is, and then they calculate it based on how many people there are and how long each person takes on average. So will it be the same technology that they use for the heat maps for the grounds? Maybe Champion Data will probably have access to to the same data, so yeah. So, like, you know, obviously when you see the premium stats on the AFL sites where you see the players... And their heat maps, um, will Tom yeah, which, Hawkins... Which big footy Tom... poster eats the most at no, footy games? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, no, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> 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 um, but even Tom Hawkins, like, he'll have, like, his thing in the forward 50 and then it just keeps spiking out the side. It'll be great bay fodder if we can get the heat maps of, heat maps of the fans going and you... Find out which fans eat the most pies. Yeah, so it's just MCG initially to start with, I think. But hopefully the new Perth Stadium isn't far behind so we can uh, track Wambat's progress (laughs) to and from the pie stand. (laughs) 
Clancy Pierce yeah, I mean, Frio, you could probably do that with him too. I wouldn't mind man with no names. Let's see how much legacy chows down. <laughs> Question time. We're gonna blast through some of these. Ilksy wants to know as per main board, should fairest be removed from the Brownlow criteria. How about best? No. It's not it's not fair that Pritis won one. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Ferris shouldn't be removed. Well, the thing is, if you get suspended and you miss games and still win it, I mean, that, that goes to show yeah. that you've had a really, really good year, despite the fact that you've missed games. So, yeah, so I don't think... The, MP, the MVP's for. But no one gives a shit about the MVP, though, really. I mean, well, the, it's the Brownlow that has the prestige. But... Yep, and the oh, Brownlows the... for the fairest and best. Mm, otherwise, you could, <laughs> otherwise, you may as well just let Joe Watson keep it. Otherwise, yeah, you devalue the medal if you let thugs like Patrick Dangerfield and Corey McKernan win it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it's the rule that led to the suspension that needs to be changed, not the fact that whether or not you're eligible or ineligible and what act is, you know, where it's harsh that someone would lose a medal over that. No, like, the only people complaining about it are fucking Geelong supporters and John the, media, the media sycophants that can't get enough of Danger's cock. So <laughs> it's fine. The system's worked for 90-odd years, and it's yep. only now that people are talking about changing it. Oh, spooky, that. Yeah. Last question. There's a lot of questions, but we're sort of running low on time, and some of the questions this week suck, especially Bosco started asking about our underwear. <laughs> oh, that was the one question I wanted to answer. Okay, go then. How long have you worn a single piece of underwear consecutively? Mm-hmm. Eight you mean days recent... is your answer, Bosk. Re- oh, jeez. <laughs> context. I talking... must know context. Well, you know how you, you can do, like... Um, inside uh, out. Inside, inside out, out, back to front. <laughs> if you really don't have a washing machine close by, you got to double up on each of those four. Oh, is he talking recently or... or... <laughs> no, I'm talking about like when you're travelling and camping and shit like that, so... Well, I mean, if you, in that instance, you know, maybe two or three days at, at the tops, but... Eight. Not eight. Eight days, Jesus. Eight. Well, I mean, you, you might as well just get some condiments or something. And that was your pick of all the questions. You wanted to answer that. <laughs> He's pretty proud of himself. It was better than K4E's question, which she's asked the last seven weeks. Let's go to this week on the Bay. Thread of the week, where we got? I did like the Vesti thread, the one that was very clickbaity about Luke Hodge. That was funny. One week. <laughs> yep. It was one week since you looked at me. I liked Jasney's Christian AFL thread. That was a very good I liked Zach's McVeigh is homophobic thread. <laughs> The James Heard auction thread was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that one was good. I like that one. Yeah, uh, I've got to go with uh, Jasney, I think. I was happy to go with the auction yeah, thread. Yeah, Jasney. Oh, okay. The auction thread. Yeah, I'm on the auction thread. Auction thread. Woo-hoo. Um, Flog of the week, what we got? Who's the guy uh, who complained in the Pritis thread? Yeah, that's who I was going to nominate. The guy who melted up in the Pritis thread. It was like West Coast something. or He had a team board name. But, yeah, the guy who melted up in the Pritis thread... Although, based on what Morgs has told us, One-Eyed Sane has made a real run for it. So, <laughs> Eagle Boy 68. I'm happy to give it to either of those two. Only because he actually dissed the bay on another board, I reckon, Sainer. Which is a bit sad. Cause... Dishonourable mention to Boy Dogs for trying to get the Michael Hutchins Award for Epic Choking Thread, which is also an honourable mention. The Thread of the Week shut down because it referenced Michael Hutchins. I didn't understand that reference. I had to Google it. He died. Yeah, yeah, due wanking. to autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. 
and kicked off a chain of events of that family. Or as Teach used to call it, an asphyxie wank. <laughs> I thought you were going to say as uh, Teach calls it Tuesday. I'm just going to vote for Zoran because he just shits me. <laughs> Who's Zoran? Oh, the boys. Yeah, he's... um. I, I, I actually am a bit worried about him. You, I'm not... You, do you know? You shouldn't be worried. He's doomed. Do you know who I've grown to? Do you know who I've grown to like and appreciate as a poster? Who? Smasher. I reckon. What? You got get lost. You want? No. You got, get, no. Because no, you got. No. People, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> you got. I'm, you got some people just take themselves too seriously and just can't take a joke and whatever. I reckon at this uh, We Are Everything Grand's, fi- Grand's final thing, he's realised how much of an idiot it made him look and he's just running with it and he's now yeah, he's having fun it. with everyone. He's owning it. He's, owning it. he's, he's comfortable around. in his own skin. Good on you. I think you've improved. He's the most improved poster of 2017. You don't get credit just because you realise that you're a tosser and you're trying to <laughs> appease people now. The guy is a wanker and will always be a wanker. And you shouldn't be giving yeah, him like... So we're going to give it to one-eyed Sainer? Only because he um, dissed everyone. That was a pretty compelling case made, I think. Yeah, dishonourables for uh, Jero and Harrow Lad. <laughs> the, um, the usual fucking Dangerfield jizz crew. That was a mainboard thing, wasn't it, for Harrow? Yeah, he was the one with yeah, the um, yeah, yeah. remove the fairest. Yeah, that's right. Last week's yeah. poll, round 23 Friday night game, 13% said dress rehearsal to Jack Watts' finals debut, 17% said Nick <laughs> Revolt's last game, 22% said Good Bloke's last game, and 48% said the tank off. Cookson, what do we got for the tips? Uh, nothing. All right. Whose tips will we take this week? We'll go for the grills. We need the French connection. Okay. Geelong, Sydney. Sydney. Western Sydney, Melbourne. Melbourne. Essendon, Carlton. Carlton. <laughs> just, for, just for a laugh, because I'm actually going to this game, so I'd like to see all the Essendon fans thinking they've got an easy win and then getting Dean Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> oh. all the games Western you Bulldogs. could go to, you go to this one? Well, I'm going to the night game afterwards as well, the Kangas game, and then the Hawks game on the Sunday. Brisbane Western Bulldogs. Bulldogs. North Melbourne Collingwood. I can't keep picking away sides, so it's going to have to be North. <laughs> oh yeah, that's well, you, a risk. You, you could. I, I did that a couple of weeks ago, and I did all right with tips. <laughs> I, I actually think Collingwood will win this one. Fremantle Gold Coast. Frio. St Kilda West Coast. Saints. Richmond Hawthorne. I think Hawthorne will win. <laughs> Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide, Port Adelaide in the West Horsham Cup. Adelaide. Any last words from anyone? Uh, I think Richmond are going to win. They do tend to beat Hawthorne. I know, I just... Yeah, but in this crazy season... <laughs> <laughs> Expect the unexpected. I expect it to be a good game. I think it'll plus be a... It's, plus, it's our captain, Ruffy's 250th. We'll be fine. Does he up. deserve a cheering Is up, Dan? Is he going to get chatted off? Oh, I would think uh, Jared Ruffy. Uh, uh, yes. Jeez, Just. you had to actually stop and think about <laughs> oh, fucking, no. fucking... Dude's won, three, what, four premierships. A Coleman. Beaten cancer and... Just... 
Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, it's not yeah. quite an all Australian full yeah. forward yeah. spot, though, is it? He was the all Australian full forward the year he won the Coleman, oh, unlike well, Ned go. Brown. <laughs> I think that's an automatic yes, even for Dan, surely. Well, I did say yes. It took a while. Which side of the banner do we think that uh, the St Kilda Cheer Squad will put Prudus on? The front or the back? The front. The facing the stands. Yeah, I agree. And just one other thing that I know, Frio Gold Coast could be one of the worst spectacles of the year. Don't watch it. Do not watch it'll it. Actually, that'll be a game that'll be actually improved if the weather sucks. <laughs> there are games that don't matter and there are games that we won't even acknowledge exist. That will be a game we don't acknowledge exists. I got nothing else, like something, something, showdown, something, something, crowd violence. Prelim final preview. Going back to what you, the um, potential for a prelim between Adelaide and Port, the fight on the hill will look like a, a line dancing competition compared to what's going to happen in the prelim final if they do both match up there. But Yeah, well, better they play in a prelim than those two playing off in a grand final. Can you imagine the shit fights for a week if they did? You'd be modding it all, Cookie. <laughs> yeah, the game itself will be, yeah, like have more fire to it in the prelim because of the crowd pack. Whoever raised that point, yeah, spot on. Yeah, I'm a genius. Like, I, I think that if they do play a prelim, those two, Adelaide Oval's just not big enough. They're going to have to move it to a bigger stadium like the MCG or Homebush. <laughs> um, just Could to you imagine the meltdown? One day, the AFL will move a final to Tasmania, and it will be glorious. <laughs> Hopefully, it will be freer, just for the lols. All right, so this was the Flogcast for round 20. Starburns joined by Dan. Yes, uh, good night, farewell. Legrill. Good night, all. Morgs. Good night. At least I said good night tonight. Cookson. Start getting on your Ugandan action movies. And oh. Pingle. It'll be two days till we say we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in one week. <laughs>